Hello, this is Julie Ann. Welcome to the podcast show Life with Collective Purpose, about you discovering your higher purpose in life and answering the call for a shared collective healing of the world. Be inspired by our guests that reveal how they made the shift from the individual life purpose to a collective purpose to serve all. If you resonate with the guests of this show, you will be inspired to shift to a life with collective purpose and to answer the call to join our container of bright lights that will shine on the new world. I am a book publisher that has helped over 300 authors to unlock their gift and purpose by sharing their knowledge and wisdom in a book. Many of these thought leaders are now recognizing this transition from the I to the we and their call to be of service. If you need some inspiration to look at your life and understand how you too can make this shift, listen in to our show every week. Join our family as we share our stories and make connections that will help you to live a life with a collective purpose. Hello, this is Julie-Ann and Life with Collective Purpose. And today I am going to be talking about manifesting. And the confusion that you can have between manifesting and your ego tricking you. So I want to tell a bit of a story. For those of you that know me, you know that um, recently I made an announcement on Facebook um, that I had found my retreat center. Um, I had been um, manifesting and dreaming for at least three years um, about owning my own retreat center in uh, Puerto Vallarta in Mexico, where I could bring together um, all of my authors um, that I have published, um, plus other spiritual leaders and um, wisdom keepers that they could all gather in this uh, amazing retreat center in Puerto Vallarta um, where we could inspire um, and change the world by sharing our knowledge. Now, for those of you that know me, you know that um, I have, some people would say a charmed life, although uh, this year has been quite exceptional in terms of some of the um, bad luck and upheaval that I've experienced. Um, I lost my uh, fiance um, in, um, at the middle, in the middle of August, um, and I uh, also nearly died myself from uh, pneumonia. Um, that was a, a very traumatic uh, time, um, not only with the illness, um, but my fiance was in coma uh, for uh, almost 30 days. And, um, and so being here in Mexico by myself with no family um, or friends during COVID time, um, I really relied on my community to help and support me. So, of course, my community was really delighted um, to hear that I'd had a turn of events um, and that I had found my treat center uh, and that I would be moving there. 
Now, the turn of events um, would be um, extraordinary um, in any circumstances. But the fact that this did not turn out to be the way I expected it to be makes it even more extraordinary. So let me tell you the story. So when my fiance uh, died, um, his nickname was Azuka, which is sugar. Um, he was a really extraordinary man, full of joy. Um, and everybody that had met him uh, were, was always um, uh, happy when they were around him because he was, um, he was just so joyful. Now, uh, when he passed, um, I had uh, quite a few people helping me um, to connect with him um, on the other side. And um, the theme that I, I had, doesn't matter who I was talking to, it was always around um, my safety, keeping me safe um, and keeping me happy. And so um, I had been, um, you know, communicating with Azuka um, as I was um, going through the journey of grief. And um, I clearly remember that I was driving um, into Puerto Vallarta, into Old Town, and I'm in the car and I'm chatting along with Azuka. <laughs> and, um, and I said to him, um, Azuka, I think I'm ready for a new partner. Um, I, I feel very lonely. Um, I, um, I miss you so much. Um, I miss the, um, the, the company of somebody um, who's joyful all the time. Um, I miss the companionship and um, the encouragement. Um, I, I, I miss the nurturing and the love. Um, and I kind of gave up a whole list, you know, of, of, you know, what my new partner would be, which would be all that Azuka was to me. Um, plus he would be a techie and he would be a handyman because those were the two pieces um, that were, um, you know, kind of missing from Azuka. Um, and then I also said, uh, it would be really, really good as well um, if he was, you know, young <laughs> and handsome <laughs> and, uh, you know, all the things that, uh, you know, you want from a young and handsome man. <laughs> so, um, so I put the word out there and um, it seemed that as soon as I said that, that suddenly I was attracting a lot of, um, of connections with, with young men. And that can be unusual in Puerto Vallarta. Um, um, you know, it, it's not that easy for a single woman to actually meet uh, a, a, a straight guy in Puerto Vallarta. So um, anyway, I, I just decided that if I just really focused on um, manifesting my dream partner and manifesting my retreat center, that these would be two areas um, that would bring a lot of joy and a lot of happiness into my life. And I made this announcement on Facebook as well, just that everybody knew that this was my intention, that I was, was setting an intention uh, to find my retreat center. 
and to find my new partner. Although the new partner part, I didn't, I didn't say so much about that. So um, very, very soon after that, um, I had um, another download that was, um, well, no one's going to find you if you don't make yourself be known in Puerto Vallarta. Um, since Azuka had passed in August, I had been, I had been, um, you know, quite the recluse. I'd been um, kind of at home in Miss Maloya. I wasn't really socializing with anybody. Um, I wasn't really, you know, getting out there. And so, you know, I was sitting there thinking, well, of course, how how am I going to make any connections um, if I'm not if nobody knows who I am? So I had just done a video, a podcast show, actually, um, a, a short one, um, you know, about finding purpose and uh, collective purpose and um, the importance of, of people gathering together as a collective. And, um, and I put, put it out uh, to all the groups in Puerto Vallarta. Now, there are about 20 uh, different networking groups um, on social media in Vallarta because there's a very large, uh, growing expat uh, population here. It's a way for everybody to um, connect. And, um, and so one of those networks that I had put out uh, my video was um, a network called Digital Nomads. And this is um, a network for people that are, are working remotely um, from Puerto Vallarta. Um, you know, digitally, they're doing online work of some description, uh, freelance work. And, um, and I had a contact from um, a young man called Vicente. And um, he said to me, oh, I saw your podcast show. And I thought you would be interested to come along to um, Artist Mentales. Um, it's a flotation center. Um, and uh, you can meet John. Um, who um, uh, is, facilitates it, and he does uh, coaching. So without any hesitation, I just said yes. And um, because, of course, I'm following the breadcrumbs of manifesting, which is, you know, you, you follow the clues, you look for coincidences, um, you follow your intuition. And so I grabbed my podcast equipment, and the very next day headed up to uh, Cinco de Decembre, um, area of Puerto Vallarta. And as I'm driving up and up and up the hill to the very top of the hill, um, the houses are getting uh, more spectacular. Um, the villas are just beautiful and uh, a lot of the traditional Spanish architecture. And of course, as you went further and further up the mountain, you were getting a more and more spectac spectacular uh, view of the Bay of Banderas and all of the downtown of Puerto Vallarta. And I, as I'm driving, I can remember clearly thinking, wow, it's really beautiful up here. I would never consider previously um, even thinking about having a retreat center that close to uh, downtown because downtown can be very noisy. You know, there's, there's a lot of music and nightclubs. Um, and of course, if you're, if you're, you know, anywhere in the vicinity, even up the hill, um, then the noise from downtown can certainly um, reach you and sirens and things like this. 
But this house was very much at the very, very top of the hill. And um, I was amazed by how quiet it was. And as I stood outside the property, I was I was impressed by um, the grandeur of it. It had a you know very large wooden door, big archways and um, turrets and, you know, very grand property. And um, I was greeted at the door by Vicente. Um, and um, he showed me through the property um, to meet John. Um, as I as I walked out uh, to the outside, um, you know, I was taken aback by the most amazing uh, view. And uh, John introduced himself to me. And um, uh, and as I'm looking around the property, I, I happened to look over uh, the, you know, the edge of the building and, um, and there was a casita and I said, oh, that's, um, is that your property as well? And he said, yes, that's, uh, that's the casita it belongs to the property. Um, and in fact, um, our tenants have just moved out. If you know anybody who's interested in renting, of course, my mind is going like, crazy um, because this is the first time I had seen this area and I was impressed by the area. Um, I said, oh, actually, you know, I may be interested myself. Anyway, um, we continued to talk. And um, as, uh, as a continuation of that conversation, I had mentioned the reason why I was thinking of moving was because my fiance had died and I was now living in this quite large property by myself uh, in Miss Maloya, which is, you know, it's kind of, it's in the jungle, it's very isolated. Um, great if you're a couple, not so great if you're by yourself. And, uh, and then as I told him that story, John said to me, well, that's a coincidence because I actually lost my partner, Sandy, um, around the same time. And I said, wow, that's, that's amazing. Well, that's an amazing coincidence. And, and just as, that, as I said that, there was a large bumblebee that kind of buzzed in front of my face. And I had used this in meditation as a, as a, a sign. You know, if I was going down the right path towards manifesting my dreams, this sign uh, would be there. So I'm, I'm, I'm looking at all these coincidences. And, uh, and then John said to me, in fact, um, Sandy had said to me when she passed, because I said to her, you know, what's going to happen to this place after you leave? You know, you're the one that's been bringing all the customers. You're the one that's been bringing the energy and the light. You know, I don't know how to run this retreat center. What's going to happen? And she had told him, don't worry, a woman will be coming along. She's going to take care of everything and she's going to bring um, a lot of light and energy and people um, to the retreat center. And so then he kind of looked at me and he smiled and he said, and there you are. So I kind of laughed and showed me around the building. It was um, six bedrooms. It had a really large uh, living room space. Um, you could easily fit 100 people. And immediately I can see the picture of events there. I can see, you know, like a Sunday gathering of spiritual people. I can see music events. I can see salsa events. I can see writing retreats. I can see spiritual gatherings. Um, I could see pool parties. You know, there was all these things 
that I was visualizing, uh, you know, art therapy retreats and uh, meditation and dance classes and yoga and, you know, like literally it was like a vision that I could see. And so I took that as a sign. I took that as a sign that this, my dream for a retreat center was manifesting. And John was encouraging me and saying, you know, you can just come and do what you want with this building. You know, I just have one room in this property and with, and with Sunday not being here, you know, there's no business, you know, the place is dead. So you're welcome to come here. Um, you can stay in the main house if you want, you can rent the casita, you know, just whatever works. And I was like, wow, that was easy. You know, here's my retreat center. I haven't even had to purchase it or spend any money. I'm basically being given free reign of this, of this place. So it was kind of a no brainer. So uh, I immediately thought, okay, that's it then. So I'm, I'm going to pack up Miss Maloya, pack up the apartment. It was on a, a lease. So I had six months left of my lease agreement. So um, I started getting the word out to sublet uh, to one of my friends for the, for the rest of the period. And I started to pack up. Um, I very quickly started the move um, to the retreat center and the casita and started investing uh, a lot of money in creating a home in the casita, um, you know, painting it, decorating it, organizing, um, and, and quite quickly started um, to uh, discuss and organize what was needed to be done to the main house um, so that I could start bringing people in and even started to look at events um, as close as the last week of December um, and started to put it on the website and everything. So, you know, this was the done deal. This was the Influence Publishing Retreat Center. My dream had come to life. I had manifested my dream retreat center. Now, in the meantime, as I'm going, you know, backwards and forwards and um, you know, John and Vicente were extremely helpful um, because I was still at that time in quite heavy grief. Um, you know, Azuka had not passed that long ago. And, um, you know, it was difficult for me to maintain, you know, all, all that was happening um, and to, you know, continue with the grief journey as well as now cope with this extra chaos of moving house. So, so John and Vicente were very helpful in terms of being supportive and loving. Um, you know, John said, you know, this is your new family. You know, you, don't, you never have to be alone again. Uh, Vicente was very helpful. He, he was coming to the house and helping me move things and, um, you know, helping me clean up the casita. And um, kind of before I knew it, Vicente had become a very good friend. Um, you know, he was coming down uh, to the casita. We were having a glass of wine at nighttime as we were organizing the house. Uh, we were having very deep spiritual um, conversations. Um, I was um, sharing all my dreams for the retreat center. And um, we started to get quite close. Um, then things started to crumble. And it was a very strange situation because um, John um, started behaving a little strangely. Now I realized he was also in heavy grief. 
Um, and so, you know, that's not a, a good situation. Um, you know, emotions are, are running high. But I decided to kind of back off. I'm like, okay, maybe I'm putting up too much pressure um, in terms of getting things up and running too quickly um, at the retreat center. Um, the next thing I know is I received an eviction notice, basically saying that the big house had been sold uh, and therefore the casita had been sold and I needed to leave the property. Now, of course, uh, at this point, I'm just like, what? You know, this is my dream. You know, I've shared this with everybody. I've told everybody about my new retreat center, the Influence Publishing New Retreat Center, and, you know, uh, and how amazing it is. And I'm letting my ego really get carried away because everybody on Facebook's congratulating me and saying, oh my goodness, Julie, you're so amazing at manifesting, you know, you're the magical manifester. Oh my God, how do you do it? And basically I, I just allowed my ego to just run with this. And I think somewhere along the line, I had mixed up, you know, manifestation of my dream, the retreat center and forgetting, you know, to do things like put stuff in writing, get clarity, etc. So, so this was not my dream. This was not my retreat center. And after spending six weeks decorating, um, planning, um, making the casita beautiful, um, and, you know, pretty much in, within six weeks, I still had boxes unpacked. And now I was being asked to move out. Now, the one person that was an absolute rock through this whole thing was Vicente. And by this time, we had started to get romantically involved. And as the pressure and the stress of, of my dream being taken away from me um, and having to move again after only six weeks, um, we became closer and closer in, within our relationship. And um, I realized that um, this, was, um, this was connected to Azuka. And um, the turning point uh, of my realization for that was one evening, uh, we're having dinner and uh, Vicente suddenly looked at me um, with, a, with a, uh, a, a strange, not a strange, but a, a very calm look on his face. And he just said, I give Azuka permission to use my body. And the next thing I know, Azuka was was in Vicente's body communicating with me directly uh, through Vicente. Now, this has happened a few times since, and our we've we've got help in terms of um, supporting us um, uh, in that communication, but realizing that this whole this whole story of manifesting a retreat center was not was never about the retreat center. It was only my ego that made it about the retreat center. In the meantime, my, my relationship with Vicente and Azuka was 
blossoming. <laughs> um, and my spiritual uh, relationship was blossoming. But I was letting my ego distract me from all of that that was happening as well because of the retreat center. So the minute I let go of the retreat center and said, this is not actually my retreat center. This, this was never about the retreat center. This was always about Azuka and Vicente. And now I realize that when it comes to manifesting, manifesting is really a manifestation of our spiritual journey, our path. And my path is a much bigger path than I ever realized it was. And in order for me to do that, I've now been shown uh, a new uh, soulmate, a spiritual partner, which is also very connected to Azuka. So I've now got that strong connection um, with Azuka, but also now with my new partner, Vicente. And together, we're having very deep um, spiritual conversations um, about the new generation of healers, which is, which is Vicente. And the partnership of um, the two generations um, joining together, this is the evolution of healers, the evolution um, of spiritual leaders. So it's a very significant um, path of my personal journey, my personal spiritual journey. And now I am back in Miss, Miss Maloya, back in my old apartment and um, just delighted to be back here. Um, I have put that whole event now um, as an experience not about the retreat center and manifesting a retreat center, but actually looking for my, the next step in my spiritual journey with my new soulmate, supported also by Azuka. And so, you know, my message, my message uh, at this time of the year where we're approaching Christmas, uh, and approaching the new year is, yes, you can manifest your dreams, but don't be attached to them because there may some, be something much bigger, a much bigger purpose than you could possibly ever know. And what you really need to do is to just follow those clues, let the divine guide you, ask for guidance, and don't be attached to the outcome. Don't be attached to your version of your dream because there's a much bigger, bigger purpose, a much bigger agenda, a much bigger collective purpose that is happening. And I now know that meeting Vicente gives me the support to be able to continue this spiritual journey of collective purpose and the bridging of two age groups from 30 up to 
60 and beyond. But the bridging of those two generations of healers and the 40 to 60 uh, year olds mentoring and helping the 30 to 40 years, year olds, which are the new generation, the new evolution of healers that are all waking up right now. That is the manifestation, not the retreat center. So listen to the guidance, but don't be attached to the outcome because you might actually be surprised that what the divine has in store for us is much bigger than we could have ever, ever imagined. Thank you and keep living life with collective purpose. Bye for now. Thank you for joining us on this adventure. If you're ready to step into your higher collective purpose in life, head over to www.influencepublishing.com and claim your free two-hour webinar on unlocking your story and discover a family of support and love to help you embrace the collective call to purpose. Please go to iTunes to like, subscribe, and review so we can spread this message. You can also find us on YouTube and Facebook. Please share this episode with someone you think can benefit and have a positive impact on their life. Until the next time, live a life with collective purpose.